Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very first episode of the Origin Podcast, co-hosted by Connor and Riley. On this podcast, we pick the brains of society's most influential figures and tell the story of how they got to be where they are. Yeah, so let's tell them what kind of guests we're going to be bringing on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we want to bring on people that are doing things that are out of the ordinary, and we just want to hear their story from the start and go in depth on what it is that they really do. Yeah, I agree. And like you said, just pick their brain, kind of find out what worked for them, what didn't, um, and then look into the future and see what that's looking like for them. The point of each episode is not going to be just to bombard our guests with 45 minutes of questions, but rather hear their perspective and kind of get to know them on a personal level. Yeah, for sure. You know, our goal is to share insight in what these guests do and, you know, hopefully inspire you guys and our listeners. Um, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, why don't we go ahead and introduce our first guest? Yeah, for sure. Um, we're very excited to announce that our first guest is going to be Adam Smallwood. Um, I've known this guy for well over a decade now, um, ever since he started his first brand, Atomic. Um, I love the way this guy's mind works. Um, you know, how would you describe this guy? Yeah, he's super creative. Um, he's going to be going all in on fashion design now. It looks like uh, what he's doing with his like brand now, I'm really curious about and excited to ask him what he's doing. And the new shows he's putting on and stuff are super cool. Uh, yeah, I know. He's like a one-of-one one guy. He's an absolute character. And... Um, you know, I'd even go as far to say he's a visionary. He's going to be doing a lot of great things in the future. And, you know, we're kind of excited to see, to get a more in-depth perspective of like what he's doing and his plans for the future. For sure. Well, without wasting any more time, let's uh, let's bring him on. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sick. Adam Smallwood. What up, uh, sir? How you doing? It's been a while, dude. It has, it has, it has. I like the fucking drip. Thank the you. The tattoos. I, I see yeah, some new tats, yeah, dude. Man, like, you know, my whole appearance it? changes every time I, I see know. It. It's, yeah, it's yeah. actually unreal. Like, the last yeah. time I saw you was probably like... Man, maybe even like last Folk Fest and I saw like you got like some uh, bird tattoo. Like yeah, I think yeah, you only yeah. had the atomic tattoo. Yeah, I had this one for sure. Yeah, I had this one last year, uh maybe like December, and then yeah. I got this one for my brother. What's and, that? Uh it's just a J. It's like a okay, well, yeah, an old English J for my brother. His name's Jordan, and then the bird for birds I looks which is the last show that I did. So oh, I'm trying to do sick, more. I was right. like trying to go this week, but you know, COVID Yeah. You know, I, I was trying like, to yeah. like get hooked up with the tattoo yeah. as well too, and like I my guy said that I like, like usually go to yeah. He's like, yeah, we're booked up till like October. And I'm like, oh. People are so like, yeah. they, they're trying to get in. And like yeah. when COVID struck, everybody's freaking out. And exactly. now that it's open again, it's like, all right, we got to get uh -huh. in for it. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm waiting. But yeah, man, thank you. Yeah, word. Um, So let's just touch on like how you kind of really got started in like your industry or like, what, mm -hmm. what do you do? How would you describe yourself? Like, uh, yeah. So the easiest way for me to describe what I do is I'm a fashion designer. <laughs> I, yeah. do, I do other shit on top of that. Yeah. Uh, I hope I can curse. I already did. No, so. that's oh, yeah. fine. Right, yeah, no worries. Okay, I was like, let me sense about <laughs> No, uh, yeah. So I'm a fashion designer, so I make clothes. Um, but I do like a sprinkling of other things yeah, man. within like the right. art world or the, right. um, the fashion world. So, but yeah, I'm a fashion designer is, yeah. is first and foremost what I do. Yeah. So when did you start doing that? Man, uh, it's been a weird, like, I, I started really, really young in in this kind of industry somewhat. So I, I started at, I guess, 13. I like to say 13 because it's, like, okay. the very, very beginning. Okay. Um, and we were in school, like, yeah. church, I remember just screen printing shirts. Right. And I was like, right. dude, this is definitely what I'm going to do. Like, 100%. You just fell in love with that right 100%. away. I could, I was, like, I could see, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was always, like, as a kid, I was always, like, I was trying to figure out how to dress. And I don't know what it was. Like, I remember, like, um, I like bringing back little points from when I was young to kind of, yeah. like, Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, like relate to what I do now. So for I remember, sure. like, as a kid, like, like character customizations in games. Yeah. Like, I would mm -hmm. spend so much time on the customization and just fucking suck at the game. Really? Like, I would suck. Just so not much even give a shit about what the games. Like, how like, I, I don't care. Like, I played Skyrim customization thing for like four, like four <laughs> times through just to like pick different characters. So I I knew at that point like I was like kind of into that. Um, and then yeah, I just started printing shirts in uh in school. I think it was like grade eight or something, just graphics class, and then. Um, yeah, at, when I was 14, I started Atomic, which was my first brand. Right. Um, yeah, and so did that from, I think I started that in like grade nine, grade eight. Okay. Um, up until uh, 2018 is when I retired that brand. Yeah, so um, are you, you're done with that now? Yeah, so I retired that mainly just because like I felt like I grew out of the grew out of the brand i made that when i was so young like 14 yeah, i was like right. okay atomic like yeah. literally the, the meaning behind the name is there's literally no yeah. meaning other than my name was adam right. and i used to spell right. it i used to spell my name atom yeah i thought it was edgy and cool yeah and uh, i just added the ik because i thought and yeah. the k is just because 
man, I, th- there's no real reason behind that. I just was like, I want to make Sounds it cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I felt like it was time to just retire right. that. And now I just run by my own name, which is Adam Small. So, okay. Um, so that's yeah. actually pretty interesting. So like yeah. when you when you grow out of a phase, you think like, okay, it's time to uh, like finish up with this. Like what I'm working on now, it's time yeah. to grow into like a yeah. new... And it like was part actually, of my future or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, m- all, almost all my friends, even my family is like, well, like, why would you, like, you have this momentum going? Because at that time, I had started kind of, like, um, building up a little bit of a name in the city. As, I remember like, that, yeah. Yeah, as kind of, like, just this kid who made clothes. And right. so my parents were like, you have Atomic, why don't you run with that? And it was actually Adam Manning was like, dude, it's time to, like, let that one go. Yeah. yeah. And I was, when I heard he that. He told, he's your best friend. Yeah, he gave it yeah. to you straight. Yeah, and it was yeah. funny because, like, I was, uh, I don't even know if he remembers that, but I was, like, really considering, I was like, man, I need to retire this, and I just right. want to do something else. I felt like the, even just the brand that I built for it, the type of clothing sure. I made, it was, uh, it wasn't really what I was trying to do anymore. And okay. so I was just talking to him, and I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about, like, either changing the brand name or, like, making a new brand. And he's like, yeah, dude, like, you, you grew out of that. Like, that's old. You know what I'm saying? Like, just mm-hmm. do something new. Um, and it worked out. Like, I'm. I'm super happy with that decision. Like, I don't feel like... Yeah. I, it was just time. I think it's just like, yeah. when you know, you know, and you just move on, you know? So so this, what you go by now is like the Adam Small. Is that just yeah. like you, your brand now and like you just create stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. Individual like, pieces? I think, like, what do you do now? Yeah. So, yeah. So now, um, originally what happened was like, uh, it was 2018. I think it was like December of 2018. I retired that brand. Um, and I had no plans to start another brand after that. I was just... Uh, I was retiring that and I was just going to do some personal projects, like make clothes for fun, kind of just learn um, mm-hmm. and get the craft and kind of decide what direction I wanted to go towards. Uh, and then my friend uh, Champ, he owns another brand in the city. Um, he had me up and he's like, yo, we're doing a pop-up in February. Do you want to have some pieces in the pop-up? And I didn't have mm-hmm. a brand at that time. So I was like, fuck, like, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I just made tags with my name on them. Yeah. It's like Adam Small, like sure, right. I'll just drop some, like a couple like one of one, just custom pieces. Um, and I created those tags, and I was like, "Shit, this is kind of sick. Like, I yeah. might as well just run with this." Uh-huh. Uh, and then that that June, I, I released uh, my first collection just under that name, and so yeah. I just rolled with that. So it wasn't even; re- it was really organic. Like, I didn't really mean to mm-hmm. do it like that, but it just kind of came just to happened. be that. Yeah, exactly, Word. exactly. So yeah. So when yeah. you said like you spend time learning, like what do you do? Because yeah. obviously you don't go to school, you don't go to art yeah, school or anything like that. Yeah. So what do you? How do you like? Um, I was actually just, it's crazy because I've always been kind of like, I'm like, I'm not going to school. I'm not going to school. Self-taught, self-taught. But I'm, even now I'm like, That's man, it. it might be, it might be cool to like, I would, I'm not never against it. Like I might in the next couple of years go to school and just learn more. But for me, it was more so like, um, just learning how to make clothes. Like I, with Atomic, it was, it was always like, like graphic tees or like hoodies, like really simple shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, beanies, hats, like things that are like accessible for people, especially in the city, like Winnipeg, like fashion isn't a. It's not a huge industry in the city, and right. not a lot of people dress the way I dress and like yeah. wear the type of shit that I wear. So, um, for me to like sell clothes, I had to make just accessible pieces. Um, mm-hmm. But I really wanted to get out of that. And like uh, when I was introduced to Galata, I think it was like 2016. Um, I don't know if you guys know Galata, but yeah, I we worked on a bunch of yeah. like, bunch of projects together. And his his kind of like uh, take on fashion and the way he did stuff was so out there, and it was really inspiring because I was like, man, this guy used to wear like crop tops to school. Yeah. in like 2016 uh-huh. and he's like this football kid like he right. could just fuck you up in football right like right. he'll actually yeah. body you <laughs> yeah but he just wear crop tops and like you know like I, just the craziest shit and i was like it was really inspiring because i was like man i don't need to do this like super basic stuff yeah. i'm gonna go crazy out there um and with that yeah, i just wanted to learn how to make just more uh um complex pieces yeah and just like shit that's a little more uh innovative and right and uh just something new you know because there's so many brands that can make a, a graphic tee and there's so many brands that can make a hat with a logo on it you know it's not the hardest thing to do yeah. and respect to the brands that do that because yeah. like some brands uh do that and make so much money off it and oh, that's yeah. just their whole thing right but uh just me creatively i feel like as an artist i'd rather just For do sure. something a little more a little more out there you know so yeah. is it all like handmade pieces that you do now yeah so right now um right now it's all handmade uh that was kind of the novelty of the brand at first was like yeah. that it was all handmade and so yeah. when you get a piece it's like you know it's made by me like i'm literally the one doing yeah, everything right. cutting the fabric like yeah. you know pinning on mm-hmm. everything right um but now i'm kind of transitioning to be like a uh, half and half so i'll do like one of one pieces but the last drop that i did sold out in like seven minutes because there's it's just one of one like each yeah. piece is one of them and how does that work does it like people bid for that or like no how... dude it's literally like do you set a price then or <laughs> yeah i set the price and it's literally just you get on the site if you get it first you get it first if not it's sold out so that's like what? why yeah, don't you yeah. do like a bidding war type thing because I, I i was gonna we were ask talking that. about that yeah, before yeah. and we like we saw like you posted like your one thing yeah. it drops like whenever yeah and he was saying like there was like 150 comments of like yeah, i need yeah, this so yeah. Yeah. You, it was like a bidding war you could probably jacket yeah yeah so stuff like that so that's a one of one piece i think um for me, it's more so, like, I want people to, even if they don't, because, like, you know, I could go up on a bidding war, but then right. it's, like, you know, a $1,000 jacket, like, $1,200 jacket. Like, not everybody can afford that, and I understand that. So 
I've always kind of wanted to make clothes. You know, it's always going to be high quality and like mm-hmm. a little higher price, but I don't mm-hmm. want it to ever be to the point where I'm like selling like a $10,000 jacket. Or wow, like that's that, respect, you know? man. Yeah, that's like unless, you know, unless so I'm sick. doing something crazy, like, you know, one day, you know, I don't yeah. know. Gucci Mane hits me up to go to the Met Gala. I'm going to make him a fucking... I'll charge the shit out of that. But no, but if not, like I want it to be ish accessible. So the thing with the one-on-ones is like, I'll set the price and I'm like, I I know I I can sell this jacket for like 300 bucks Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with that price and whoever gets it first gets it first. Um, But the transition now I'm doing is like, I'm getting into more manufactured stuff. So this is the first time I have enough kind of uh, a following to be able to actually sell... um, a manufactured piece because to be able to make those pieces in, in factories and make them quality costs money and you have to do a, a lot yeah. of them at a time so I'm just now kind of getting to that cusp where I can kind of like start manufacturing my own stuff and right. um, so I'm excited for that that's the next step is like getting shit manufactured but I think I'll always do the one of one thing and always have pieces that's like, always cool to have yeah. in the back pocket and that's like yeah. hits home cars yeah. home right? and it's like, it's like your own pieces 100%, yeah. 100% and it's also like um it's just something that a lot of brands can't do you know like most brand yeah. owners aren't there they don't know exactly how to make the clothes and they can't do it themselves and so <laughs> I think I'll always have, you know, even if I'm, even if it's a massive brand, um, and eventually I might do the auction thing because that might be a fun, yeah, fun yeah. Cause, you know, at some Just point, to see like, how far you know, it goes. If, you know, if, if the brand gets to the point where it's like, you know, 100k followers, doing a one of one is like, you know, the, cr- yeah. the site's gonna crash because yeah, like, yeah, the like people are gonna, it's one piece, right? But yeah. um, I think I'll always have that thing where like I'll, I might drop like 10 pieces, one of one, on the site randomly, just because I think it's like a novelty that not a lot of brands can can do, mm. mm-hmm. you know, so. That'll always be part of the brand, I think, is the handmade aspect of it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that denim jacket, for mm-hmm. example, like, that was one of one, and you priced yeah. it, like, I mean, in my opinion, fairly low for what yeah. you could have gotten for it. For How sure. long did it take you to make, though? Um, so I've done a couple. That's a, a series I did. It's called, uh, I called it Lost and Found. I'm, I'm making right. it a full series, and it's going to be a multi-kind of collection um, series where I basically took, like, old pe- old pairs of denim, mm-hmm. chopped them up, and just kind of repurposed them into these pieces. Um, so a jacket like that will probably take me, like, Anywhere from like a day to two days, depending on how much oh, I'm working really? on it. Yeah. If I'm working on it, uh, you know, all day, I could, you know, I could finish one in a day, but mm-hmm. I'm okay. always, you know, multitasking right to so right. shit I got to do. So um, it'll take a couple days normally. Okay. Uh, and so that's the other thing too, is like with that time frame, it's not necessarily sustainable for me to be just like making jackets mm-hmm. like that, knocking exactly. them out, unless I'm hot putting them at a higher price point, which yeah, is why you're kind of undervaluing yourself. 100%, 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I got to be like... Um, empathetic to people who maybe don't especially now right like with covid and everything i'm not trying to be like you know five six hundred dollars seven hundred jackets yeah. which i could like man i have i would have no problem putting those jackets up oh, for that amount, just for the actual saying. quality and the value of it but uh-huh. at the same time i want to people who have support like i want them to be able to get the clothes you know that's mm-hmm. the whole point is like the customer right so um, yeah yeah so yeah. what it's like just like for that denim jacket like just say where would you get like the inspiration for something like that because i remember mm-hmm. last time we talked Mm. it's probably like maybe over a year ago and i said yeah. and you were, you were traveling somewhere i think it might have been like it's somewhere in canada or maybe in toronto yeah and you saw like a homeless dude and you just walk and, and yeah. he was walking and you were able to like see like what he like had on and you transformed that into like your huh. own like piece or you yeah, like even you look yeah, at like yeah. buildings or something and you're able yeah, to like yeah, transcribe yeah. that in your brain it's yeah. so, like kind of like a two-part like how does your brain work and like when mm-hmm. you like walk in the streets or something do you yeah. like how do you get like that kind yeah. of inspiration i get this question a lot and it's like i i try to answer it it's such a complex question because it's like yeah because like our minds yeah, are like yeah, don't yeah. worry they don't the work like exactly. <laughs> yeah uh i think for me it's like it's literally it's a bad answer i'll explain more but it's like literally everywhere like i literally like i think just yeah. the way my brain works like if i'm walking down the street it's so, it's so funny especially when i'm with galata like we'll just look at some shit and it'll be like you'll walk down and it'll be like a garbage bag in like a tree floating in the wind yeah. And I'll be like, yo, that's fucking hard. And that's like, fucking oh. crazy. And he's, like, and he's like, what? And I'm like, that's hard. Because like, any why? other person doesn't think twice. You're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck that, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Oh. And so what I'll do is like, I'll, if something like that, you know, like I'll go and I'll be like, that's sick. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, that's fucking sick. I'll take a picture, keep it. Um, and it, it depends. Like, it might be a shape that you see in like mm-hmm. the, um, you know, say it's architecture, you see a building, it might be like a shape of the building or like a mm-hmm. certain balcony, the way the kind of silhouette is, oh, okay. or it might even just be like a feeling. Like you look, you take a picture of a person and it's like the way they are, or, like their emotion or like. What uh-huh. they're, uh, what they're doing throughout man, it could be literally anything, dude. A fucking leaf, like I'll see a leaf yeah. on the ground and be like, the lines in that leaf are sick, or like the yeah. color of this, you know. Wow. The color of this tar is dope. Or it can literally be anything, and that's a b- boring answer, but like. Um, no, I thought that was a pretty good answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you touched on a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like from that idea, you're able to transcribe that into like articles of clothing fairly easily. That's what I was going to yeah. ask. How does the process start yeah. after the inspiration? You see yeah. something, you're like, okay, I could do something with that. Maybe like mm-hmm. whatever. And then what do you do from there? Do you hit the drawing board? Yeah. So like um, it kind of depends because for the inspiration, you know, I might get like, it might be something I see that inspires a whole collection or it might be something I see that inspires uh, a detail on a pocket. You know what I mean? So it can mm-hmm. be really big or really small. So right. say like... Uh, 
for example, I'll, I'll try to find like an example of a piece. So um, that jacket actually that uh, you guys are talking about. So I've done a couple of those, but I'm just thinking the one that you're talking about is uh, I did a collaboration with Levi's where they sent me some pants and I was essentially like making, um, I was making a jacket out of the, the pants. And so for that one, like I I, that, yeah, the cool. inspiration really just came from Levi's itself, like the actual pants. Cause it's such a classic. They sent me a pair of, uh, they sent me four pairs of five of ones, which is like their most classic pair of pants. And so especially working with a brand like that, I wanted to impress them. Obviously it's a big brand. They're huge. Like, like, yeah. They're like the biggest, like biggest denim company. Yeah. Right. right. So How'd I wanted you to, that? man, I actually, they reached out to me through TikTok and they were like, man, do you want to just, they actually, what ha- <laughs> yeah, what happened was, uh, what happened was they, they hit me up and they're like, yo, uh, we're doing this thing with in- influencers. I-, I don't call myself an influencer, but we're doing this thing with yeah, influencers yeah, yeah. where, uh, where we send uh, a pair of denim and we send like a little DIY kit and you make a little DIY pair of denim. And I was like, fuck that. Send me four pairs of denim and I'll make a jacket for you. And they're like, they're like, shit. That's All so right. sick. <laughs> like, sure, why not? So I did that and I was like, man, it's a, it's a huge brand. So I want to really like give justice yeah. to their thing. So yeah. I took a lot of the lines, like, um, actually this pair here uh, that I'm wearing, I got four more pairs of these. And okay. so. If you look at the lines in the back, there's a lot of like parallel lines and like the way the kind of, it's called whiskering. Uh, when you wear a pair of denim for a long period of time, like it gets those kind of imperfections and like right. the kind of wear and tear on mm-hmm. them. And so these pairs had a lot of those. And so when I was looking at the lines, I wanted to just make something that looked like a Levi's pair of pants, mm-hmm. but in jacket form. So I used all the like parallel lines. And like, when you look at the jacket, like um, a lot of the lines connect and I just kind of really used it like a jigsaw puzzle, like mm-hmm. uh and so that's like something small with that is it wasn't really anything conceptual. Like there's no story behind that piece other than the fact that I wanted it to reflect like a pair of Levi's pants, but with my aesthetic. Um, but okay. then there's another, there's other things where it's like, you know, um, I might see a building and like, I see the shape of the line of the building and I incorporate it into like, you know, the zipper of the piece or oh, like okay. um, certain lines within the jacket or, uh, you know, like for example, like, um, when I was in Toronto, I saw this dude, uh, it's like the, it's crazy when you see people and like they have dope fits, but they don't realize they have dope fits. Like this eighty-year-old dude yeah. walking down the street, like white hair, yeah, um, white. I think he had everything all white. I'll show you guys the picture after. Uh, like white hair, white hoodie, white pants, white shoes, and like a bright yellow bag. And I was like, I was like, yo, I could create a whole collection around this. Guy. Like, <laughs> like I was like, yo, this dude is, and he had no idea, right? Like I yeah. just took a picture of him. I'm sure he has no idea that I even yeah. saw him, right? Um, but something like that, like it could go even further, like what's the story behind this dude? Like, where is he going? Like, right. Mm-hmm. What is he doing that day? You know? And I'll just like, imagination will go crazy and create the whole story around that. So it depends. It can go really big or really small. So, That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, man. Crazy shit, dude. It's weird. Yeah. To see, like I love going down the street and seeing people who like, don't know they're dressed dope. Do you see a lot of that in Winnipeg or more so when you're traveling? Probably um, traveling. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I would say traveling, but also like, uh, it happens in Winnipeg too, but it's, it's not what you think. It, it's like people who literally don't know they mm-hmm. like actually have a cool fit on and it's like yeah. they might not even think they just they just got dressed in the morning but like the way they look like it has character you know what i mean yeah like so would you go up to them like if you're feeling that and you're like yo your shit is dope like are you like the odds are you just like you let it be and like you kind of just i just kind of clock it like i'll just yeah. look at it and like clock it and i'll be like okay like that's dope and yeah. kinda, i kind of i never even like sometimes i don't even take pictures of it because i yeah. don't want to have the reference be too specific okay like, just um, go right. off like you're yeah because yeah, yeah. Okay. i feel cool. like yeah yeah i think it's also like um you know, I take pictures of certain things. If it's something sure. that I'm like really like I need to remember this, I'll take a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, like I'll see something, and then like uh, it's even cooler if you don't remember it properly because then you're making it your mm-hmm. own. You know, you're not yeah. taking it exactly from there. You don't get tunnel vision. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You're not so stuck on that one thing. Um, I'll give you an example. So it's, this is crazy. So uh, we're walking. This is in Toronto. Um, I was in Toronto, March, like early March. Uh, okay. Actually, with Manning. Um, Galato's out there too. He's living out there at the time, and uh, we were just walking like super late at night. I think it's like. 3 or 4 a.m. Nobody outside. I don't know if you guys have been to Toronto, but like Dundas Square yeah, is like I've the been big there, square yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like the Times Square of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're walking like down this one street and there's like nobody out because it's 4 a.m. on like a Tuesday or something. Yeah. We're just walking, whatever. And this lady like starts walking towards us. And me and Galata kind of saw her first. And we're like, okay, it's whatever. She's like kind of walking like, she was walking weird too. And I was like, man, this is weird. As she came closer, she was wearing like all white again for some reason. And like, I, it was, bro, I'm si- I swear to God, this is one of the craziest things that ever happened to me. She, like, I couldn't see her face at all. Like, it was black. Like, yeah. she wasn't wearing, like, I don't, I don't know if she was wearing, like, a thing that covered her whole face, but, mm-hmm. like, and it wasn't, like, it was, it wasn't, like, I could see fabric. Like, it was pitch black. And I was, like, and I, it was so quick and it happened so fast that I'm sure it was fabric. I'm sure it was, like, yeah. she's wearing a scarf, but I was, like, yo, that lady had no face. Like, 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, 10, out of 10 and she was walking, like, in a weird way that I was, like, this lady's a superhero. Like, yeah, I was, like, saw a ghost. <laughs> yeah, and she was, like, carrying these buckets and, like, the whole experience, I was, like, where the fuck, like, who the, bro, what? And I was like, it, I, it was honestly, it's like little shit like that. Like, and everybody else that was with me and Galata were like, what? 
Like, what did you guys yeah. see? And we're both, like, looking at each other, like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, these ladies are, like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. But, like, little things like that, like, for sure. I feel like most people don't clock it. But mm-hmm. I'll just see it, and I'll be like, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> so when you see, like, when you see someone's got a dope fit, yeah, how much of that is, like, you thinking that that's mm-hmm. just, like, like that's your style, that's yeah. what you like? Yeah. Or, like, how does it differ between, like, different artists and, like, what's, like, trending right now and stuff? Um, yeah. I feel like for the most part, it's not even it's not even like my style or like, I, cause I, you know, obviously I have my own aesthetic and I have uh-huh. my own um, kind of like design palette or like what I like and what I don't like. But at the yeah. same time, like when I look at people who have like cool fits, it's not, it's almost never actually like my style. Cause I feel like when it's my style, I almost don't like it because it's like, I already do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I already, right. I already know that. So it's like when I see somebody that's like really doing something really different or even just like, I think also to you, it's not even about like, it's not even about like the clothing. It's like the way they wear it, you know? So like they might be wearing like, um, you know, like, gray sweats and a gray hoodie and some weird... Like, it. I feel like it's not about the actual clothing. It's about the way they wear it and, like, the way they carry themselves. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a thing that I feel like a lot of people get wrong about just personal style or fashion. It's not necessarily about, like... Um, you see a lot of rappers, like, they wear all designer, like, mm-hmm. head-to-toe designer. Yeah. And, like, no disrespect to, like... I'm just gonna say, like, somebody, like, 2 chains, like... Yeah. It's, like, Gucci headband, fucking Gucci, like, Louis Vuitton this, Gucci that. Right. Yeah. St. Laurent pants, like... And I look at it and I'm like, that's like the worst thing I've ever seen. It's like the worst, right? Because it's like, it's all about the clothes. It's like all about like, this is expensive, yeah. this is expensive. Yeah. So it's not just dope. about if like, hey, I buy this and I put this on, I'm dope. No, it's, yeah, it's more like yeah. how you wear it and like how you, I think like, how you add it to it like, like your style. And if you feel good in it, like I think that's the biggest thing too is like fashion is more I feel like about a feeling than an actual like Being look. confident in your fit. I legitimately yeah. think it's about a feeling than a look because like I'll dress up in my house with a full fit and like go nowhere. Like I'll just stay <laughs> yeah. home. Like I'll just stay home, but I feel great. So I'm like, I feel so good yeah. and I'm like doing that, I'm working good it's like nobody will see it yeah so it's like i'm not like i'm dressing for anybody else like not for the look but it's actually because like i feel good and i feel like that's when you can tell like somebody has styles when they uh-huh. even if it's not necessarily like the craziest clothing they like feel good in it and they they move well in it and it's like it looks like them you know what i mean it looks like mm-hmm. they're being themselves you know i feel like that's the most important part that's something me. that a lot of people don't get yeah 100 percent, dude everybody <laughs> i feel yeah, like everybody's like, focused on like the trends and the this and, and the then that. yeah they put on the nice fit only when they go out and like yeah yeah and i mean that's cool too it depends what you want out of it because i know a lot of people like they don't care about that shit mm-hmm. and that's cool like i don't mm-hmm. think that uh everybody needs to care about fashion like, yeah i don't think that's uh realistic and it's also like it's also a privileged thing to even care about you know what i mean we live in a country where it's like you you're allowed to like care about the way you look and dress like if we lived you know halfway across the world and some i'm not gonna i don't know a specific yeah. country but you know like a third world country where it's like you can't even you're not even that's the last thing on your mind is mm-hmm. the way you look true like, you know what i mean so yeah. um it's a privileged way of thinking so yeah. I'm, I'm lucky that we can even have this conversation yeah, right now. yeah. but i think yeah. it's fair to say that you drink are you sorry you dress <laughs> pardon me <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do drink but you there do you dress go. like a, a lot differently than than most people and just say like our region in winnipeg yeah. right yeah do you ever experience like any like Yes. Like, hey, hey, we're like, hey, like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? Or I mean, anything? probably, dude, you know, I, I, like, definitely, like, in in high school, like, for sure, in school, like, people would, like, look, or, like, I'm trying to give examples, like, we I would say, like, get looks. Yeah, yeah, I would say, like, grade nine to, like, grade 11 was when, uh, I wasn't necessarily, like, known as that guy yet. So sure. when I was wearing shit, it'd be like, what the fuck is this kid wearing? Like, you know, I would wear things like, man, I would wear some crazy shit to school. Like, I would wear, like, uh, like a fur, like pretty much crop top, like blue tiger stripe. It was some crit, and people just and I had a backpack on too. So there's people looking like, what the fuck is this kid doing? Like what? Like yeah. a man bun and like, yeah. um, even now like you know I have painted nails yeah. and like a fucking dangle earring and like yeah. And I feel like for Winnipeg, it's like people aren't used to that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But after a while, man, like I've worn so much crazy shit that I don't even really realize that I'm doing it. Yeah. So yeah. when I get looks, it's like I don't really even pay attention anymore. You know. Well, that's like applause to you, man. Like that's yeah, who you yeah. are, and you're expressing yourself. Yeah, exactly, like so, like exactly. what you shouldn't give a shit. Like what yeah, other people think. Yeah, and I'm think, not right? really like it. Literally doesn't change. Like it doesn't change who yeah. I am as a person. Exactly. It's really just like yeah. what I'm wearing. So, but I mean, I yeah, definitely, uh, definitely in school that was. But I also too like, um, I I liked it in a way because like people would talk shit. And then wear the same shit like six months later. Like I would wear, like I remember coming to school in like some Chelsea boots, like the really yeah, like it was like yeah, a high yeah. heel Chelsea boot suede with yeah. like super tight pants that like went over. I have a pair shoe. too. Like, yeah, I, yeah, so it had the zipper on the on the thing, yeah. so it like kind of draped the shoe. Um, people were like, "Man, this kid's a fucking cowboy." Like, I was just, <laughs> yeah. And obviously, it's not like it's never really like you know how high school is like it's never like yeah. super malicious like they're yeah. actually trying to make you feel hurt, but it would just be like you know like just teasing a little yeah, taunts whatever. Trips. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, exactly right. So, um, but then like six months later. Same motherfuckers come to school. Yeah. Same <laughs> shit on. And I'm like, I see that. I see you doing the same thing as me. So I was like, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. I never really yeah. took that shit personally because, you know, it's that's how kids are too, man. Like, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. in high school, like, that's how everybody is. People just get shirt for the most stupid shit. Like, yeah. 
yeah. and the older you get the more mature people get and like they start 100%. to appreciate it more 100 i've had people like apologize to me being like yo i'm sorry that i roasted you <laughs> really like, now that you're now that you're big <laughs> yeah and i'm like i don't really care like i don't really like yeah I'm like, it's not even, I never really, like, actually hold grudges on shit yeah. like that, because it's all, like, you know. if you stress on it, like, it's, it's gonna, gonna it's not like, even worth it, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I know it's, I know it's coming, so. But I mean, also, like, um, I find, like, when I wear something for the first time, it's, like, a little nerve-wracking, because I'm, like, going out and people look. You still get that feeling even now, you think? Depends, man. Like, I, I painted my nails for the first time, like, a couple months, like, not a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, shit, like, what are my yeah. like, parents gonna say oh, about okay, this, blah, yeah. blah, oh, yeah. But then they look like, oh, it looks sick. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Go. Well, and you have supportive and parents, And then after right? that, yeah. I'm like, yeah, after, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but after that, it was like, I didn't even notice, man. Like, I'll walk around and, like, people will be like, what the fuck's on your fingers? And I'm like, oh, shit, I completely forgot that it's even there. So after a while of, like, pushing yourself outside your For comfort sure. zone, it just stops even being a thing. Like, mm-hmm. I can pretty much wear anything in it. People won't yeah. even question it because I'm that guy now. So it's like, it's like he's the fashion kid, so you can't really question what he wears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't your dad do something with clothes too? Didn't he? Uh, he doesn't. He he's a graphic designer, so he's okay. he's an artist as well. Like he was an artist his whole life, and cool. he draws and paints. So I get a lot of inspiration from that. Um, but he isn't necessarily like he's not into fashion particularly. Okay. But, um, both my my dad and my mom are pretty like progressive, and like they both you know they worked in theater when they were younger, so you oh, gotta okay. be progressive because yeah. that the theater world is like a very progressive place, For and sure. it's all um super welcoming and open-minded so like i feel like they're both pretty chill about everything i've never gotten like a weird comment from my parents being like what are you wearing it's always like they look and they're like hmm that's sick. yeah <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Sick. it's dope like i'm very lucky because if not like i'd be out of the house by now for yeah. sure like there's no way right, <laughs> if there was any weird animosity there but yeah man so with everything that you've made up to like this point what would you like say is like your most like your piece that you're most proud of or is that even like a question that's even valid um, because like you put in like your everything into every piece yeah i think it, I or think is there like an event like i know you did like the for the kids stuff and yeah. like your birds eye view stuff yeah. yeah for sure for sure so as far as like a specific piece of clothing I, man i feel like literally every time i make a piece i'm like this is the best one yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, this is the one so like the next one keeps trumping exactly the next one, exactly okay, and i think that's just a personal thing like yeah. i look at them so long that i just get bored of the last one so then mm-hmm. when i make something new it's like okay this is dope um, yeah. I would say the the shoes that I made, like I don't know if you guys saw the Converse. I did. I did those recently. are sweet. Yeah, I think those because I spent a lot of time on them, um, and I, I've n- I'd never designed a shoe before that I'd actually made like uh, fully by myself. Um, and so when I made that, and when I finally did it and made the first thing, I was like, I just made a shoe. Like this is fucked. Like yeah. and for me, I was like, yo, this is the best thing. But um, for the most part, like they're all the same to me. Like I just because like, I keep doing it and I keep putting them out, so it's like. The, the newest one is normally the favorite. Mm-hmm. And then when I make another one, I'm like, this is the favorite. <laughs> and then sure. I make another one, I'm like, this is the favorite. But um, as far as those shows, like, uh, so I did For the Kids in 2016 and then Bird's Eye View uh, in uh, last October. Right. Um, and those, I would say, like, as far as my work, my whole body of work, I would say, like, those are my two favorite projects. Because those probably take the most work and dude, most time. Dude, they take oh, the right. most work, 100%. the most time. Like, mental energy. Like, man, like, it's crazy, dude. It's... So how did the first one go? Like, what did, like, how did that even, um, how did you even know you wanted to do that? Like, start that? So me and Galata had been kind of talking and, and working. Just, we knew we wanted to work together on something, um, on and off. Uh, we did a little project in 2016. Um, it was just a little video project, and we just kind of created some clothing for it. But it wasn't anything major. It was just kind of to test the waters. Um, and then he actually came to me with the idea, I think, so long ago, I might get this confused, but mm-hmm. he came to me with the idea, and he's like, yo, I want to do a fashion show. Um, and we kind of started talking, like, okay, like, what could that mean? Um, and for us, like, the thing I'm really proud of about those two shows is, like, they're they're considered fashion shows, but right. um, they're really, like, so much more, dude. Like, it's, it's a show. It's, like, a production. So you walk in, and, like, a regular runway show is, like, you know, you sit down, and models walk mm-hmm. to music, and they walk, and then at the end, you get up and clap, and it's, like, 15, 30 minutes, and that's it. Um, but with these shows, what we wanted to do is, like, add like you know we wanted to add live music and dance and performance and and everything it was That's like fucking uh, sick. we had yeah. film involved in the first one we had poetry involved in the first one um we had uh just so many other aspects to it and yeah. even the runway even though we did do the runway yeah um the runway was weird man like we had like people stand on the runway and have these little acts going on and it was more of like a a show and nobody knew what to expect um and so that first show was like we were so happy with the way it turned out because people came to see a fashion show and mm-hmm. they got like something completely yeah. left field like they didn't expect that's unreal um, yeah man thank you and so the the most recent one we did we we tried to up it again and like it just took so much more like more mental mm-hmm. planning and more i think we did like six months of actual at least six months of just planning for sure I, without even doing yeah, any work i could see that literally just creating the concept um what about the pieces that you included in the show yeah so uh for the first show it was more uh driven towards the clothing so um it wasn't like I wouldn't say it's more. We had a lot of other aspects too, but mm-hmm. we focused a lot of time on the clothes. Um, and the second show was interesting. Like we didn't even look at the clothing until maybe 
four or five months before the actual show. Um, and we were working on that show for almost a year or so. Half of that time was literally just spent on the concept of the show. And so, uh, wow. yeah, Bird's Eye View, um, which is the most recent one I did, was, yeah. uh, it was about, like, pretty much what we had is like, we had a spoken word piece the whole time. And the whole idea of the show was, like, even if you weren't, if you, even if you didn't see the clothing, the audio would, like, give you the whole show. So, like, uh, it's kind of hard, man, it's so hard to explain over yeah, just for, a conversation. Bet, yeah. But I'll send you guys the link to it. Maybe, yeah. like, you can put the link in the YouTube yeah. bio or whatever. Yeah. Um, but essentially what it was, like, we created this concept. We had this point that we wanted to share with people and kind of the story and this way of thinking that we wanted to share with people. And we created this, uh, this spoken word piece that kind of... Um, it was more about the audio, man. Like, you literally sit down, and the, the audio is the show, right. and the clothing was, like, there to accompany. Audio, do you mean, like, it was, like, talking, or it was, like, music? Yeah, yeah, okay. it, was, it was both. So, we had um, we had some music in there, but it was literally, like, a spoken word piece this dude was narrating. Yeah. Um, and he was kind of talking about, essentially, the whole purpose of that show, uh, in, like, maybe ten words or less. I don't know, this is going to be really hard to explain, but it was kind of, like, um, this idea that uh, yourself and your mind are not connected, Yeah. and you want to, uh, you want to use your mind as a tool and not a roadblock. So, you want to be able to, like, Look at yourself from an outside perspective, and so that's where the bird's eye view comes in. Look at yourself yeah, okay. from a bird's eye view, and really be able to view your mind and use your mind as a tool instead of being trapped and kind of, uh, yeah, trapped in your mind. Yeah. And that's a uh, man. It's such a fucking it, wow. dude. It's, and you it's and Galata like came up with this idea. Yeah, like... um, that ori- original idea. Uh, it wasn't as um, like formulated yet, but the original <laughs> idea came from Galata, and he came to me and he's like, "Man, I got this idea for a show," and it wasn't even a show. It was literally just I- an idea. Yeah. He's like, "I have this idea, like this way of thinking," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah. And he, he presented it to me, and I was like, hmm. And we talked for maybe, like, an hour. And, like, on the drive home, I was, like, literally my whole life. Yeah. Dude, I swear, it was the most fucked thing. My whole life. I looked at my whole life different. Because I was, like. So, just the way he explained it to you and, like, his, yeah. like, it, like kind um, of Yeah, you. actually, a better way to explain that show is, like, it's about living in the present. Really is okay. what it is. And so, like, mm-hmm. uh, I think what people tend to do is, like, people get trapped in, like, um, the day-to-day. And they get trapped in, like, you know, you go to work, you go to school, you come home, you sleep, you go to work, you go to school. And so, the idea really was, like. Uh, taking a step back and like seeing your mind from a bird's eye view and really living in the present and so when he had that conversation with me I was like man this is crazy I was driving home and I was like everything like looked different everything felt different because I was like so in the moment mm-hmm. uh, and I, when we were like hey fuck it we got to find a way to present this to people and like the most natural way with it for us was like fuck let's do a fashion show again because it's like but yeah. elevated again mm-hmm. like it wasn't even about the clothing it was about the, the audio of it so I find that really cool how you added yeah. like all those different pieces in like because I've been done before it's like mm-hmm. kind of like like your idea like, um because I've never heard of anything like that either yeah know? like people have done fashion shows where they tweak small aspects of it you yeah. know like um they'll add an element of dance or like they'll add live music but to have it be like completely not even a fashion show anymore and just yeah be a and show, everything ties one into the other that's yeah exactly. I find that so really cool it's really it's really like I look at them as kind of like plays or like productions sure and like yeah. the the format of the play is like you know how there's like musicals where it's like it's, yeah. it's, about, it's about the music the <laughs> format of the play is like fashion mm-hmm. so it's really like a production but like we're we're presenting it in like a fashionable way well like the amount of time that went into yeah. it's probably like a movie like you know how like a director coordinates everything was it just you and galata and you did every single thing or do you have other yeah, people uh, like you know part of like doing like the choreography or like a, like yeah doing like so the music type stuff we had help and stuff um but for the most part it was me and galata so for that first show uh it was pretty much just me and him until we realized that we couldn't make all the clothes by ourselves yeah so we uh we brought on another guy called uh, named jerome and he helped us kind of do the um some of the clothing stuff he's another designer from winnipeg um and for bird's eye view uh, it was pretty much just us, and then we had, like, the dancers came in, and, like, they choreographed their own pieces. Um, we had a little bit of help with, like, uh, you know, like, shit, like, setting up the audio. Like, day mm-hmm. of, we had a lot of help, but, like, other than that, man, it was pretty much just me and Galata. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, uh, it takes so much, like, brain space and just, like, energy that, like, it, it'll literally be, like, me and Galata working for, like, six or like six months to a year straight, seeing each other pretty much every day. And then, like, after the show, and this happens every single time. It happened with Bird's Eye and it happened with For the Kids. We just got to take a break. It's like a month. Yeah. We just don't, we just don't even yeah. talk yeah. at all. Just don't even talk. Maybe, like, catch up, like, once just to yeah. talk about what happened. And then after we get back to it because we just see each other so much. It's yeah. crazy. Are you but, able- uh, sorry. No, no, no worries. Yeah. Are you able to enjoy the show when you're there? That's like, a good do you, question. Do you sit? Because, I mean, like, I hear, <laughs> like, from question. people, even if, like, they're having an event or they're, like, you yeah. just, like, throwing a party. Yeah. And, like, apparently you just can't enjoy it because it's, like yeah you're like worried like is everything going right or are you able to actually sit back and be like wow Um, this is i think it's a little bit of both it's a it's a healthy mix of both like i think uh for the first show it was the first project that i did ever pretty much that was Mm -hmm. that was even really before i started making clothes like one of ones and so for the kids like it was the first project that actually felt like substantial like and i you know people especially in winnipeg like 
when somebody does something, people get praised. Like, it's like, wow, like you did this. And so I was doing Atomic and people were like, wow, it's so dope that you have this brand. But to me, I, in my head, I was always kind of like, this shit's easy, man. Like, I don't really feel like, not, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. in a, that seems like a cocky thing to say, but like, not easy, but I just You can do felt so like, much more, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, yes. yeah. I never felt actually proud of it. Yeah. And so for the kids, like, it was the first time that I was like, holy shit, like, we sold this place out. It was like 240 people there. And back then I was like, that's amazing. Like 240 people. Um, sold well, that's out venue. still like a great Where was feat. It? Like, that's uh, was it the, the first one was at the Park Theater. And the second um, one? The second one was at a uh, place called Cloakroom. So we actually had two days for the second one. So I'll get into that. So cool. uh, the first the first show, um, I was like having a lot of fun, but I was so fucking stressed. Mm-hmm. Like for, for the kids, I was so stressed. Like, I was running around, like yelling at people, like, ah, do this, do this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and like freaking out. And by the end of the show, like we, we came out, we bowed, whatever, and we got a standing ovation. And at that point, I was like, holy shit, this is like the best day of my life. Yeah. And to yeah. this day, is one of the best moments of my life. I was like, Would holy. you say that you've like ever experienced a feeling like that? Like um, being in front of those people? Man, before? like that's like. That must have been so cool. Because like, you put your heart and soul into that for like dude, six months, top right? Five, Maybe bro. Even, Yeah. Like literally top five feelings ever. Like, yeah. That's, you know, we're, we're obviously young, so it's like there's going to be more things. For sure. But yeah. like, especially then, at that time, I was like, this is the best day of my life. And then we did Bird's Eye. Um, and we had two shows that time. So the first day I was stressed and I was not having fun and I was fucking stressed the whole time. But the second day I pulled up and it was the same thing twice. We just literally did the two shows back to back. Um, okay. So it was a smaller venue. It couldn't fit as many people. Okay. And so I pulled up the second day and I was like, just had nothing to do. Everything was done, right? We had yeah. done it before already. Yeah. yeah. So I was just chilling at the venue for like four hours straight and I was just having the most fun because I was like, man, I'm, <laughs> yeah. this is, I have nothing to do, right? But, um. Yeah, it's uh, it's a healthy mix of both to answer to answer that last cool. question. I go on rambles, but <laughs> no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. So what what's the future look like for you? Like, what are you, what are you doing in the next couple months, um, and what do you plan to do in the next couple of years? Even if you thought about that. Yeah, man. Um, right now I'm focused on growing the brand. So like, your Adam Small brand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think just mainly because like, well, the most like the easiest thing is just like money. Like I need money to yeah, be able yeah. to survive. So like, for me to have a steady income, like I want to be able to have a brand that can kind of sustain itself. Um, so right now it's, it's focused on like the brand. I'm um, just kind of growing that, but I'm open, man. I kind of take it like month by month, day by day. Cause like things can change so quickly. I had so many plans lined up for 2020 and then COVID hit yeah. and it was like, shit, I just got to throw this all out the window. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as plans, like I actually never really plan like years in advance or months in advance. I have an idea of what I want. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, I want the brand to be sustainable. I want to have like, want to be able to grow the brand to be, um, a community and have like people from all over the world be able to actually access my clothes because right now the problem is like I can't make the clothes fast enough and ship right. it out because it's like I'm making them all by hand um, and so that's the next challenge is just like getting things manufactured and being able to like distribute it all um, mm-hmm. to people who who want to who want to buy it um, but yeah man I'm open to, to anything like I'm I'm sure me and Glot will be doing another show at some point or another project at some point um, I want to tra- travel and like do yeah do you yeah. my next kind of question was do you think yeah. you could like do what you want to do and like achieve your goals by living in winnipeg or do you some like want to move like to like la or whatever yeah. or, like another city that's like bigger and in, into fashion and i thought niche. about that like i think uh i think it's possible it's yeah. very possible especially with the internet like um you can really be anywhere and do this that shit, is true it's more know? accessible for um, sure and like with traveling like I, I can stay here and travel but uh i think once it comes to the point where i want to like move i guess i live with my parents right now and so like when it comes to the point where i want to move out it'll be a question of like is it worth moving out here or should i move somewhere else um even school, man. Like, I'm still not opposed to school. Like, right. I feel like even going to school in a place like Toronto or Montreal mm-hmm. um, would be sick. Like, uh, I was thinking about that recently. I was always opposed to it, but now I was thinking about it. I was like, man, it might be kind of sick to, like, just get out of my comfort zone and just, like, get shipped out and just have to live on my own and, like, be around people who do the same type of shit as me, right. you know? Right. Um, so that might be the next step, too. Like, I have no idea. But right now, I'm just focusing on the brand, and that's kind of where my head's at, so... So when you are growing the brand, like right now, like what are like immediate steps? Like you said, you're trying to handle like the manufacturing and stuff. So does yeah. that mean you're actually like trying to get people to like make clothes with you? So you're not just like the only um, one? So I, it pretty much outsourcing. So like, uh, I looked at having like, um, originally my plan was like, I would make some of the clothes and I would have help like in the city making right. stuff. Um, but what I found is that like the way most, most brands don't work like that. And so most brands get their, uh, get their manufacturing done either in, in the U.S., um, either in Canada, somewhere like, you know, to say to get it made in Toronto, get it made in LA, New York, um, or overseas. Like, uh, obviously there's other complications right now with international yeah. stuff, international shipping, but, um, basically means like a factory will do it. Like a factory that does this, mm-hmm. this like in big bulk orders. Um, and so I'm excited about that. Cause I've never had like, you know, my quality is good when I sew, it's good quality, but yeah. I've never had quality from like a person that does this for a living, like, right. and has done it for many years. So um it'll even up the quality even more right like really yeah i think so i think so yeah 
So is it hard to find a manufacturer that's going to uphold that quality? Um, like, man, it, it was when I was younger. I was like, that's the hardest step yeah. to finding a manufacturer. And, uh, I wouldn't trust that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're um, used to doing it yourself. Now I have a couple people that help me with that. So okay. I, it's not even, uh, right now it's not even me just looking. I don't have to like scout for manufacturers. I have people that, um, like I have a friend of mine, Sam, who lives in Chicago. Uh, he helps me manage my brand a little bit. Um, he owns a brand called Half People, which is like a, a bigger streetwear brand. Okay. Uh, and he has like plugs for manufacturing and stuff like that. So I kind of go through, I just, you know, I talk to the, the, the network that I have and just like see mm-hmm. what the best fit for factories is. Um, I think once you're in it, like once you have people in the industry, it's easier to find that. But once you're like, you know, I remember being like 14, 15, being like, how the fuck am I getting clothes made? Like, yeah, because it's such a weird, like, you know, you can't just look up clothing manufacturer and yeah. just find the spot, you know? So true. Um, but it's not the biggest hurdle, man. I found I found some people, so I'm excited about that. I'm actually working on that today. I was like, I just sent off a thing to get sampled. So, really? Yeah, dude. I'm excited for that. But that's pretty much the next step. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Uh, another thing I think that's like pretty dope that you've done in your life. You made a jacket for Russ, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, man. He just told me that before you got here. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I'm sure all our listeners like they they know who Russ is. Like he's 100%. obviously a. Re- Hundred percent. How did rapper. that come about? Like, how, talk about that. Like, okay, how did, yeah. How let me happen? explain. Let me explain. Let me explain myself. So, <laughs> do you hitch up on TikTok too? No, no, no. <laughs> this is a long time ago. So this is like 2017. This is back yeah. when I really didn't really make a bunch of clothes. Um, uh, but I was trying. I was getting into kind of making like one of one yeah. pieces and stuff like that. Um, and he had a concert here. I was like a, kind of a fan back then. I listened to like his earlier stuff. Um, and he had a concert, and it was like, I think it was like two types of tickets. It was like regular entry it was like 40 bucks, and then you could get like VIP, which was like a meet and greet for like a hundred. And so what I did was I was like, fuck it, I'll just get the meet and greet and I'll bring the jacket and I'll just give it to him at the meet yeah. and greet. It's like, you know, it's the easiest way to meet him, whatever. Um, yeah, I went, ended up, uh, he ended up really liking it. He was like, man, this is fucking sick. I wrote all my information on the inside of the jacket. I yeah. like sharpied it in. Yeah. I was like, my name's this. I make clothes. Here's my number. Here's my email. Um, and his manager, actually, interesting enough, is from Winnipeg. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, man, it might be cool because like, you know, this is home city, whatever. Uh, and he's like, yeah, man, I'll email you like how much. He, I, in the moment, he was like, yo, how much for like 100 pieces a month? And I was like, fuck, like, I don't know. Wait, wait, he wanted a hundred. Pe- oh, he, he wanted. He asked me that, like, just in the moment. He's like, yo, like, so do you want to just make me a bunch of shit? Like, how much? Holy for, like, shit, really? Yeah, yeah, he said that. I was like, fuck, I don't know. Like, just hit me up. <laughs> emails there, whatever. Um, never got an email from him. Never got hit up from him. Uh, which is fine. He's a busy yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the jacket you made him? Uh, it was like a denim. Like I did like a denim jacket for him. I painted like. It has it was, like some writing on it, like some. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, it was. Oh, man, I hate that piece so much. Really? Oh really? Yeah, dude. It had like his logo on the back, and like I painted oh, okay. like his album something something like his album. Okay. Did you hate it because he was kind of like a fanboying kind of of him? Yeah, or like, I think like... it was just like back then. I just I think I, I hate a lot of my. That was a long work. time ago. It was yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. yeah so, okay, that's fair. Um, but also then, like since that point, it's funny because like since that point, he's kind of caught a lot of heat for bunch of different yeah. things he's kind of he's a little controversial now kinda, a little controversial yeah so you know um blessing and a curse man because i think <laughs> working for somebody like rust in the industry like it kind of limits your options for who else you can work with yeah just, uh, yes he gets a lot he gets a lot of hate he does he a lot of hate mm-hmm. why do you think that like, is uh a couple lot, things i don't think his music's that bad but a lot no, of people I, on I like social no. media are like fuck like, rust right or something yeah, like a, oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Himself <laughs> god or like he's... yeah there's a lot of, there's a couple different things actually me and my friend talk about this all the time uh and it's funny you guys brought it up because we were just talking about this like um, I think it's, it, it's not necessarily his music. Like, I think his music's cool. Like, yeah. it's, it's good, whatever. I just think, like, the energy that he gives off yeah. is just super, like, and I know rappers are like that. Like, all rappers are like that. But I just, like, I, I don't really like the, the way he comes across as far as, like, he's just the best and it's like, fuck everybody else. It's like just a yeah. weird corny vibe to yeah. me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Big ego. But again, respect. Like, I, you know, I'm not judging. Like, I'm, I'm never sure. going to be like, yo, fuck Russ. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. but at the same time, it's like, I just, I'm actually, I'm low-key glad that he didn't. That, that okay. didn't go that way because, yeah. like, I feel like that would have just <laughs> just the way hurt that, your brain. Yeah, yeah. Went yeah exactly. But For I mean, sure. I'm not, you know, I don't want to sound like a dick or anything. But I just, no. you know, yeah. He's a, he's a cool dude, though. I respect, I respect what he does. But yeah, man, he gets a lot of hate. I don't know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. What it is. Like, well, he said he's like the best rapper alive, and he, like, whatever yeah, he's... yeah, man. I, like, I understand. Like, I think with hip hop too, it's like that energy is like what you need. Like, you need yeah, that cocky. Sure. Yeah, you need that. But there comes a point, man, where it's like, dude, like, fucking chill out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just calm down. Like, I think... I don't even know when it happened, either. It was, like, just, like... Yeah, yeah there's a, a bunch year, of things. Maybe yeah. a year ago, or over the course of, course of a little bit of time. Yeah. But, yeah, now it's, like, it feels like just everybody hates Ross. And, and I like, think, too, it's, like, if you have that energy, but you're still, like, ni- like a nice person, I just... And, I, you know, I don't know him personally. I can't speak on his character. But mm-hmm. I just, whenever I see him, it always is, like, the super negative tone to everything he says. It's always, like, you know, come on and be, like... 
you know, like these industry fakes, blah blah, doing everything like all this bullshit, blah blah. Really? No label, like I produce Mr. Mix Master. Yeah, he does, like, he does it all. And himself, I do it all. Right? Like, I'm the best. None of you motherfuckers can do this. All oh, you stupid kid. And I'm like, you're just shitting on everybody. Yeah. I'm like, bro, chill out. Yeah. Like, not, I don't think anybody would hate it on him if he didn't have that energy. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. His music's like it, it's cool. Like, and people it, used to like his man. He was pretty dude, big for a while, I and he was a like fucking tr- ticket to his concert. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 <laughs> I liked him too, yeah, man. Yeah. He had good music, and then all of a sudden, yeah. like he started coming out with all this like egotistic shit and like whatever. Yeah. And then people started hating on his like character more than his music. Yeah. And then now it's like, oh, Russ makes shit music too. Now everybody's trying to roast his music. I won't roast his music, but I just think like. I, I can't I can't fuck with the ego. There's yeah. an ego there yeah. that I just can't get past. And it's I think it translates over to his music. Like when you see him talk and then you listen to his music, you can hear it. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear the way he talks and I mm-hmm. think it just turns a lot of people off. Um but man, like he has a ton of fans. Like, he's doing yeah. fine. Like he doesn't need you know For sure. He's without, validation for anyone. People talk you know? shit about him, but he doesn't need any of that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He he has world he has worldwide fans and he sells out arenas and like he he does fine on his own, so respect to him for that. But just for me personally, I I I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. But, yeah. So if you've kind of grown apart from uh, his kind of music, who do you kind of into right now? Man, I listen to a lot of shit. Um, I I don't really have like a like a like a certain genre. Are you like into rap are you a or like pop guy? Yeah, like I I used I to break to dance too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just transition. I mean, I listen to everything. Like I, I, I used to listen to like strictly like hip hop and R and B, but I. I like everything from like alternative to like folk to Cause you're like folk fest guy too, right? Yeah, so like yeah, you like so folk, folk, yeah, man, folk music I, too. I can adapt. Like I think yeah. it's, it comes to like what we were talking about earlier, like the inspiration thing. Like you can adapt and just take inspiration from everywhere. The way I see it, it's like there's a time and place for each type of music, right? I don't discriminate against any kind of genre. 100%. But uh, I'm a type of person like I need to be able to like I can adapt to it, you know. So if yeah. it's like rock, like I can adapt, and you know, it's it, it even relates to fashion. Like you know, if I'm I'm listening to rock. I'll put on a different fit. Like I'll put on my leather vest and like have some ju- painted nails and jewelry. Yeah. I'm a rock star. Like if I yeah. listen to some jazz, I'll, I'll wear some like '70s some flare pants or whatever. If I can get into it. Um, or the one thing I will say, man, and I respect country. I respect country music. Really? For me, That's the only genre where I just ah, for me can't I can't. Get, for me, I only can't. when I'm like drinking, like in the sun, like it's like <laughs> yeah. day drinking. It's gotta be 30 yeah. degrees out. That's, by a pool. Yeah. That's like pretty yeah. much yeah. the only. You gotta time. understand though, for me, like the way I dress and like the way I like just am, like just the, the way I live. Yeah. It doesn't line up. It does with not. The country yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't at all. Like, <laughs> you know, like trucks yeah. and like, yeah. I just, yeah. dude, like, and I respect it. You know, it's like dope. Like, and people who like country like respect. But I just, I that's the only one that I can. Yeah. But, you know. No, I feel you for sure. But I listen to everything, man. Like, um, uh, a lot of R and B recently. Like, I just feel like that's just kind of what I'm on. Especially okay. for summer, it's chill, chill. Just to, you know. Yeah. Just to kind of chill out. Um, I don't know if you guys know Brent. Brent Fires is dope. Um. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I could list off a bunch, but... Uh, okay. Yeah. What, are we, what, are, what kind of music are you guys into? Like, I'm kind of everything, too, man. Yeah. yeah I'm, like I... I'm huge into, like, uh, like Pink Floyd, like, okay. Tame Impala type yeah, yeah. vibe. Like, kind of, like, psychedelic rock. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, But I also, like, I fuck with rap also. Like, I'm never going to, like, stop yeah. loving rap. Like, I, I listen to, like, 100%. to the main guys. Like, I don't know. It's hard to keep up with, like, all the new guys, to be honest. It is. Like, a lot yeah. of my friends are like, yo, you hear about that, like, little TJ guy? I'm like, dude, yeah. I can't name more. Like, there's a lot of these little... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And, like... <laughs> They're, like, not very talented, in my opinion. But, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. But, like, some people, like, obviously, they're, like, popular and people, like, yeah. like their music. But, like, I keep I keep in check with, like, the main guys, like, Kanye, Drake. Yeah, like, whenever like Kendrick Lamar, hip-hop. like, yeah. releases an album, like, I always sure. keep up with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's hard to keep up. But, like, I, I respect it, too. Like, it's a new, it's, like, a new style of music. I, I can listen to it, but I just feel like after a while, it gets repetitive for me. Oh, yeah. like, very easily for me. Way. Very yeah. easily. I always think, like, you know, and people can listen to whatever they want, but I feel like I, I would... I would encourage people to like expand their music taste a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's a time and a place to listen to just hard trap. Like, I, I love it. Like, yeah. I love just like being just in that zone. But at the same time, bro, if I'm like trying to sleep, I'm not gonna fucking play some yeah. baby or like, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Oh, like, when some I've been sleeping, dog, like, I've been listening I don't know, like, to uh, <laughs> some Kid Cudi when I try to fall asleep. Oh my god, Cudi's the best. I love Cudi. <sighs> it's like someone put me on that about yeah. a couple months ago. And like the holy, like it's like gets you in his like with some headphones or AirPods. Like, yeah, man. Oh, it's so crisp. Cuddy's I love like, it. Uh, he doesn't get and enough credit. He does not, dude. Yeah, man. I've just been getting into him. I, I appreciate him, man. He's sick. Yeah, he's he's inspired a lot of people too. Like I think a lot of the um, the kind of like darker rappers, like you know, like the Juice Worlds. For sure, like, for sure. Um, like that kind of style of rap is a lot of it is inspired by like what Cuddy and Kanye did early on, and especially Cuddy, man. Like he doesn't. You know, Kanye obviously gets a ton of credit because he's yeah. one of the biggest artists, but then Cudi, like, gets swept into the rug a little bit, man. He, his his influence, um, 
like Man on the Moon. Like his influence is yeah. crazy. Like yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's dope. Yeah, oh, and there's God. so much music out there that like people people that are close minded and they just listen to the same shit on like repeat. Like yeah, or they'll go in like I mean I, I kind of fall victim to it sometimes too where I go in cycles. I'll like listen to like one genre for a couple months. Yeah, switch over to another and then I'll go back to that same music I yeah, listened to like, three months ago. Yeah. But I'm also so the type of person too, though, where it's like I'm not gonna judge. Like, if you want, it, dude, if you want to listen to trap every single day, all day, it's like, do you like? For sure, I hate, man. What, uh, biggest thing, like my biggest pet peeve is when people are like, talk shit. Like, <laughs> like, like I, I'll be like, yo, expand your music taste and like listen to everything. But at the same time, if you don't want to do that. Just don't do it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's, mm-hmm. any, you know, there's no need to like that pretentious like, oh, I listen to everything. Like, yeah, 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 chill yeah. out. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you? It's like if you want to listen yeah, to trap sure. all the time, then. That's cool, but for me, man, I just, it, my brain, my brain can't handle it all the yeah. time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's yeah. also just a lot to keep up with, too. Like, if you're in, involved in so many genres and everybody's releasing, like, new albums and stuff, yeah. like, I, I, I'm get huge into, like, to podcasts now, I listen mm. to, like, a lot more podcasts, like, when I'm in the car. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, like, some people listen to a lot more music, and, like, mm. I just kind of, like, made that shift probably, like, in just in university now. Yeah. So, I only keep up with, like, a few of, like, my favorite artists. And, like, after that, it's, like, kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I think you have to look, too. Like, um, I have friends that, like, that's all they do is, like, they just look for new music. And they're constantly... And, like, some people are, like, really into that. So, like, Well, man, like, if you talk to Manning, like, Manning will have a new, like a new artist or a new track or a new album yeah. every single day you talk to him you know what I mean he'll bring new music up because that's what he does like yeah it's like me like you know with fashion like I'll always be on the prowl for like I'll yeah. always yeah. Like, the new collections and the new seasons and everything like that um people are some people are just like music connoisseurs like that I know yeah. a few people like that too like Kyler my buddy Kyler he like he'll go like deep in the trenches on SoundCloud, yeah, SoundCloud. and he'll send yeah, me like yeah, a yeah. song that's like say, with man. like 200 likes and it has like whatever like nobody yeah, sees yeah, it yeah, yeah. this guy's but up next <laughs> and i'm not even sick, kidding he's like usually right in the next couple months that's this dope. guy's blows up dude I'm, and i'm like it's yeah. weird how it works like i guess he kind of has like that yeah. an eye for it i don't know yeah. i can't do that with music like i'm not like a visionary on that sense yeah where, like i can see when something's going yeah. on but i have a lot of friends that like give me music so for me like i get my music from other people like yeah i can find some things that's all i am too pretty much. i have so many people that like they're so into the music scene that like they can just they give me shit to listen to and i'm Mm-hmm. on it like that but mm-hmm. yeah i'm not i can't i soundcloud man like digging deep on soundcloud like i, I don't have the i don't have the never, patience you know yeah what I, mean? like, I know what like, you mean it's kind of like going through value like if you go thrifting yeah like some people when they go to the value village they're like fuck i don't want to look through all this <laughs> i'm the opposite i'm like every t i'm like yeah. yo let me see let me see yeah because you don't want to miss anything right yeah, yeah exactly with music it's like i can't do that though like some people are like that i just can't yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah word well i mean we'll probably wrap it up oh yeah, yeah. sure um Appreciate you coming on, man. Um, thank you guys for having me. We'd love to have you back on again. I'm excited for what Part the, two. the, <laughs> the future holds for you, man. <laughs> you got a bright sir. future, man. Thank like you, Keep man. working hard and like it. chase your dreams, dude, because you got it. Thank for you, sure. sir. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I'm yeah. super excited to follow along with what you do, man. Yeah, man. Let's Part two. Part two. Let's get it. All right. We'll Give get you like back year, on. Next yeah. year, this time, let's get it. All right. For sure. 100%. Bless. Thanks, Thanks, y'all.